Hey guys, before we get to this podcast this week, I want you to know that when I say thanks to our sponsors, um, our Real Vegas sponsors, I'm talking about CSI Saddle Pads, Resist All Hats, and Soft Ride Equine Comfort Boots. And I mean that in the truest sense of the word thank you. They are the ones that believe in reporting on team roping at this level. They are the ones who truly believe in supporting the team ropers and the team roping community, and that means getting you all the news you need to know. So if you are here in Las Vegas, if you're listening to this during the NFR, stop by the uh, the CSI booth at Mandalay Bay at Cowboy Christmas and at the South Point and give them some of your business. They've got Christmas specials going on. If you buy three pads, you get $20 off each pad. So don't forget, make sure you tell everybody that is sponsoring these podcasts that is CSI Saddle Pads, Soft Ride Equine Comfort Boots, and Resist All Hats. Thank you with your business. Caitlin. Hey, Jules. Everybody, welcome to the short score. This is round number seven. Oh, almost over. Almost over. I know. It goes <laughs> fast after tonight. So this is round number seven, guys, of the Wrangler National Finals Rodeo. Today was also the number 11 Beringer Ingelheim short round at the World Series of Team Rep and Finale. Number 11. And who won, Caitlin? Hondo Fryer and Luke McClanahan came back to the short round, second high callback, and they ended up uh, went in the average in 31.88 seconds and banked $282,000. A lot of money. That is a lot of money. And they both said that it hasn't hit them yet when we were interviewing them. In shock. You'll have that. In shock. Hondo couldn't find his wife. He was looking for her when it was time to take pictures. Luke was borrowing a girl, random girl's phone, calling his wife. It was, it was interesting. <laughs> That's awesome. And yeah, when we talked to the guys that won the 12 yesterday, uh, Bob hadn't yet called his wife, and mm-hmm. she was not watching it at home on Ride Pass. He said. <laughs> um, so, as a heads up, if you are a friends and family member of somebody roping at the World Series of Team Roping, do not be that person who doesn't get to see it. Fifteen dollars. Fifteen bucks. You get so much cool stuff. You can watch it on demand. Um, RidePass.com. Become a member today. If you sign up for the whole year, you'll get to see PBR stuff. You'll get to see WCRA stuff. There will be a ton of stuff on RidePass. So, yeah, RidePass.com. All right. But anyway, so that's what's happened at the World Series. There's going to be big money. The 10 is always massive. The 9 this year is massive. There's still so much World Series left. 10 American qualifiers starts tomorrow. No short round tomorrow. No, they had it tonight, didn't they? The beginning of it, maybe. Yeah. The ten, the but ten. there's no short round tomorrow, so mm. it's still going on tomorrow. Yeah, it's huge. I heard they got a ton of teams, so I know they said we talked to Hope Thompson. She was fixing her open team 200 mm-hmm. some, and that's going to be later tonight. So anyway, we if you are in Vegas, come to the South Point and see all that money given out. We are so excited about it. $12 million. Um, the South Point is just packed with team ropers. It's such a cool atmosphere. Um, there's nothing like it. I've never seen anything like it. I don't think there's anything like it in all of Western sports or, um, and maybe all of sports to see amateurs winning as much money as, as they're going to win here at the World Series finale. So, anyway, 
on to round seven of the Wrangler National Finals Rodeo. Derek Begay, Corey Petska, Luke Brown, yep. and Jake Long. So the coolest thing that I talk to Luke and Jake a lot about is when I looked at the, so everybody, they bring out, a, every, as soon as the round ends, pretty much, there's these great guys who run around the press room and pass out a sheet. It's got the all the guys' names, their times, their place, um, how much money they want in the go, where they are in the average, um, the total NFR earnings, and the total world earnings, and the place in the world standings. So we, we kind of get a quick wrap-up sheet as soon as the round ends. And when I saw the sheet, I thought it was a typo. Like, I looked closely, and I saw Luke Brown and Jake Long have won $71,134.61 this week. Mm-hmm. And we have hardly paid attention to them because you know Luke has had some mistakes this week and more than anything we've kind of been looking at the fact that Luke made mistakes because it's that's so alarming um that he hasn't he doesn't usually do that here in Vegas um that we've overlooked the fact that they've actually had a great week it's not too bad no 71,000 after seven rounds is is decent definitely decent and that's only on four They've won yeah. 71,000 on four steers, so they're ninth in the average. Um, some people make mistakes in these next couple rounds. They could move up and get some average money. They're going at them every single round. Jake Long, Jake Long is never just in catch mode, um, and Luke says he'll tell you a little bit how his horse is working right now and why he's just going at him and going at him and going at him. So that was super cool. Derek and Corey, you guys are going to enjoy their interview as always. Um, they are in fine form. Uh, Derek, you'll get to see, he, he talks about the run a little bit. He wasn't exactly roping or his horse wasn't working exactly how he would want, but it doesn't matter because Corey Petz is back there on the backside. Mm-hmm. So we will, you'll get to hear from both of them. So thanks for listening and enjoy the interviews. Are you going to watch the run? No, go ahead. I didn't watch it one time. You already watched it? Mm-hmm. How was it? Great. Great, great. I mean, effective. <laughs> I was just talking to Jake, and we said, you guys are the second highest money earners this week so far. You've accumulated $71,000. Does it does it feel like it? It's no. Been, no. Not at all. And that number up. <laughs> <laughs> well, how would you describe your week? It's been slow. I haven't done a very good job. Uh, my horse has been... Uh, a little tight. I hadn't hadn't got to do what I practiced to do, and uh, I could trade horses, but I kind of don't want to this late. And it's uh, about how it's went. Jake's heel great all week. No, except for last night. But except for last night. Except for the last night when I set it right beside one. It kind of went in there, but Back didn't out. catch. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Look. Uh, I talked to Charlie today, and he said that you got, you were roping like 100 steers a day getting ready for the finals. Just You said you didn't get to do what you practiced doing. Tell me a little yeah, bit more about what you did. <clears throat> um, I did rope a lot of steers, and I, I tried as hard as I could have tried to be as prepared as I've ever been. I, I cut no corners. We bought steers. We paid for steers. We did everything I thought I needed to do, and my horse felt better than he's ever felt. He's had all year off. Uh, practicing he was spot on break in he was good uh, <clears throat> I missed the barrier a little bit on the in the second round and reached and I kind of felt him a little bit tight and then uh, kind of got by there a couple of nights or whatever and and I, <clears throat> I, it was my fault I missed the second steer um, it was kind of my fault on the fifth one that I let him get quite that tight and uh, and my rope just popped off it was just bad luck 
I don't know why it run like it did and it just popped off so it kind of made it almost seem like that it's worse than what it really is um, but other than that and I didn't handle the steer very good last night um, I'll take the heat on that one too and so it's really not been that bad it just hasn't been as easy as it's been in the past it ain't been quite as fluid but in the past when I didn't get good goes I took another swing and caught this year I didn't I went ahead and roped and I don't know it's just it's just it is what it is but I, I don't uh, I haven't got super mad because I, I believe that we did all we could do to get ready for this I rode the best horse I had to ride here and whatever happens happens and thank goodness we won something so I take all the blame but I'm we did all we did. You guys are third and fourth in the world right now, though. You've won 71,000. I mean, another go-round win, and we're going to be talking about you on the 10th round, um, you know, as real real contenders, um, and some things could move around in the average. What, I mean, ha- explain your choice for why you're going to stay on Rockstar. Well, I, I got a mare that I, I like a lot, and I, I roped a little bit on her today, but the comfort level of actually getting a good start in, and and getting a throw uh, is so much higher on my yellow, even though I have no control after that because um, he is tight. But the comfort, the, I feel so much confident when I nod my head to catch the cow. Uh, so I told Jake, and, and Jake was good about it. I told him I could get on her, and, and I know the handles will be better, but um, the confidence won't be there. And, and he said he, he's seen his whole life. He's good with it. He'll, he'll ad- adapt like he did tonight. And, um, it was like a relief, you know, like I want to ride him just because I'm confident to catch on him, but I kind of leave him hanging if it don't go my way. And uh, so he's willing to take the gamble. To, it's pretty good. So all of a sudden I felt like, whew, I'm glad I ain't riding that mare tonight. <laughs> yeah, so. Jake, explain why you're you're cool with that decision. Well, I mean, I number one grew up in uh, southeast kansas northeast oklahoma so thanks to guys like you know coleman proctor and aj horton i've seen a few of them dirty handles so um <laughs> but no I, i'm a big fan in whatever he's confident to do his job on and i'm confident enough in my ability and my horse to to overcome any situation that gets thrown at us and, and tonight was easy that was a layup i mean that was so that that wasn't no overcoming at all and and I should have caught the one last night. I, I ticked the horn just a little bit, and, you know, I, I'd already kind of made up my mind I was going to try him on, and I kind of ticked it in mid-throw, and, and I just did a bad job of setting my loop down. So, um, you know, a, a little bit of a different handle doesn't bother me. Like I said, I've seen it a lot, amateur rodeoing and, and growing up, and and uh, and I've always been willing to step around them and try them on anyway, so I, I don't really care if they're not perfect. Most of the time I heal those better than I do if you lay them up. So... <laughs> Um, I've heard some guys say that Colonel's better this week than he's ever been, that he looks just absolutely as crisp in the corner and, and as quick moving as he could be. You know, he, he's always done great here. Um, I feel like I prepared him better this year. I, I didn't practice on him hardly at all until about the last week we came. And I'd get on and run, you know, five to ten steers at the most and, and pretty much just track and, and keep his feet moving through the corner. And, um you know it's like an old season head horse he's not silly he knows where i'm gonna throw but he's at least thinking there's a one percent chance i might take another swing so um you know but he's doing awesome as always but but he is a little bit more forgiving um and and i'm riding better too so um i think the combination of that's allowing us to to look better back there 
Look, you guys have been building a house. You have a lot going on. 71000 will help with the this construction. Well, yeah, it'll, it'll help a lot. Uh, the 150 I left home to get <laughs> would have been better, but uh, no, it's it's good, man. It's been, it'll, it'll all work out. It always does. Good. Thanks, guys. I'm looking forward to it. Forward to a couple more go-round wins and talking about you on round 10. Hope so. Hope so. Where'd your wild rag come from? Where did it come from? Louis Vuitton. At the Louis Vuitton store is where it came from. No, it did not. No, it did not. What do you mean it didn't? The Louis Vuitton store? Yeah. Have you ever bought a wild rag from Louis Vuitton? No, he, uh, he, the third round, one's third round, it was a Louis Vuitton wild rag. And that one probably is too, but they do make them now. So it is kind of cool they are reaching out to wild rags. Or scarves. What do you call them, scarves? Well, they probably call them scarves, but us cowboys call them wild rags. Well, you, you said wild rags, and you did the little quote thing with your fingers, though, so that's why I wasn't well, sure. Well, the fashion people at our home, or fashion guys or girls that do fashion probably call them scarves. Is Petska a fashion guy? Yeah, he is. Look at that. <laughs> you look like you took more time in the box tonight. Well, I mean, every the last couple nights I've been talking to the gate man, Tony. You know the gate man? Yeah. And tonight he's like, God dang it. Well, last night he kind of got asked me because I missed. And I come back, I come around. I, Tony, I said, it's your fault you opened the gate. So tonight he's like, uh, you want me to open this gate when you nod? I said, yeah, I'm ready now. So. Right before you nodded, did you say you need to be 3-6 tonight? Uh, I didn't I didn't hear that. He, he probably might have. I'm pretty sure right before you he said you need to be 3-6. But, yeah, I, I don't know if I took long enough, but a little longer, but maybe I did. Maybe I did. Oh, no, they were fixing the barrier. Were they? I could, yeah, they were fixing like the barrier. Yeah, they were fixing the barrier. They were fixing the barrier, so I set my horse a couple times, and they're, they haven't put it up yet, so I, just when they were putting it across, I turned around one time. Does Swagger care about anything like that after all these years? Is he... Like, taking too much time, or is there anything that bothers Swagger? Uh, no, not that I know of. Not that I know of. I've had him forever, so I don't have to worry about him. It's one good thing. I don't have to try to set him a certain way or try to try to just cheat, get by, or do some kind of trick on him. No, he's, he seems like he's... Have you had to pull across the line more, oh, yeah. than, more than you wanted yep, to this I do. week? I haven't got a great start. Like, tonight I missed the start again a little bit, but... <laughs> How's Chumley's? He stayed good all week. Happy with him? Yeah, he stays good all week. He's good. He's the same. You don't have to worry about him. I meant he works awesome every time. You just you know what if you focus on your job that tonight, he's gonna do his job that night. So it's awesome having that peace of mind when you're back in the box that your horse is gonna do their job. Between you and Sherry, you guys have probably made more trips to the South Point as a couple than anybody in the last decade. What is your pre-buckle ceremony routine? Do you guys go and have a steak or anything? We actually go to the Silverado and eat dinner with uh, Sherry's dad before the deal. And the potters are good? Everybody's healthy? Yeah, yep, Mel's good and out here. And Wendy's, she stayed home, but she's doing good, so everybody's good. Derek, what was it like uh, rodeoing out of the potter's motorhome this summer? I feel like that's a different setup than... Awesome. I mean, we had the best driver in the world, and uh, 
all we did is actually I cooked three meals a day in the motorhome while we were driving around so I, we loved it I did anyway we didn't have to drive and we didn't have to stop and eat it's pretty sweet yeah it was it doesn't get no better than that there's a seat on the passenger side, passenger side where I kind of sit most of the way but when you get tired you just get up out of there and lay down on the couch watch tv get something out of the fridge pretty much at home on the road that's what it was and we did have the best driver out there hands down nobody can't argue with that so and his name's dustin the bus so it doesn't get no better than that did he like put soft rides and back on tracks or anything on swagger i know he takes really good care of horses did he did swagger get pampered this summer uh yeah he takes care of him a lot better than i do and He's been taking care of him all week, and he got the blanket, the a blanket, blanket, the slinky, uh, the back on track boots, and all that. It. I mean, shavings are clean, water's clean. I mean, hay bags, and just gets him out quite a day. I mean, it's don't he does a great job. Um, you didn't get your usual uh, Waffle House this summer, then. I mean, I didn't. Since he was cooking, did you eat pets? No, cooking? we didn't. Yeah, we every morning seemed like he cooked in the morning, so made us a good burrito every morning, and it's real handy to be able to eat right there and get on the road and do what you need to do. Um, I saw the Yeti documentary that premiered at Cowboy Christmas today. Have you seen it yet, Corey? Derek, tell us about it. Um, I, they did. We did, or they did. Rabbit Foot Films and Yeti. They made a film about just kind of the way I was raised and where I'm from and who I am. And they kind of premiered it today. It doesn't come out until around the holidays. And they showed a part of it today. And it was real heart-touching, you know, just kind of where I come from and, and and all the story behind it and this and that. It's real neat to watch at this time because, I mean, like this year, it definitely was not planned from the very start of Rodeo until right now. It was not planned. I mean, there was a... There was a lot of hard times this year, personally, and then there was a lot of great times, personally, also. So, And just being able to be here, to want to go around, and and none of this was planned. It was just all God's plan. Corey, when you asked him to, I mean, Derek definitely wasn't planning on, you guys were just going to try and qualify for the winter rodeos. Was this a glimmer in your mind? I mean... Oh, no, not at all. I mean, I, I was, when I told everybody last year that I was slowing down, like, I full intentions of I was still going to go to the jackpots because I had Chumley I still wanted to go to a few of the big rodeos because I didn't want that horse to go to waste and I don't want to sell him so I did want to go to a few and you know we take care of the cattle in Wisconsin in the summer but in the winter I have nothing to do so I did want to go to Odessa and Denver and Houston they're great rodeos so I had no no intentions of being in Vegas in December I was I was gonna be in Arizona hanging out and I was fine with it. Like, I was actually happy at it with that. But, I mean, obviously, if you can be here, this is the only place you want to be in December. So next year? Yeah, uh, we're going to go. I asked Derek if he wanted to go this winter, and we'll probably go some next summer. And I asked him if he wanted to go, and his answer was, if you need a partner, put me down. So I guess we're going. <laughs> yeah, you think, is that... Same for you? <clears throat> Same for me. Uh, it seems like the last few years, I've been wanting to stay home a lot, but I'm so addicted to it, and and I'm just going by whatever comes my way. I ain't forcing nothing, or I ain't trying to be nobody that I'm nobody that I'm not supposed to be. So it's just nothing's forced. It seems like I'm just going with faith or whatever you call it, just 
riding the wave. Are you going to ride out Swagger's career and then call it good when Swagger can't go anymore? Or are you... Or people out there looking for about a $5,000 head horse, or tell me what the... Um, I don't know. I don't know. We'll see how he's been doing pretty good so far, and he's been holding up. But there's only one thing I like about him. He's, I own him, and he's my friend. But, uh, you know, I kind of... I, I told Clay O'Brien Cooper the chant this past winter when we quit roping. I told him I wasn't going to ride that horse no more. I said, uh, I'm going to do something different. I'm going to try to become a different roper, become a big, big better guy and better roper and stuff. So I told him I wasn't going to ride him no more. I told him that on the phone one day when we were deciding not to rope no more. And it's kind of funny that I'm here, so riding him. <laughs> but you're rodeoing out of a motorhome with a driver, which makes probably a big difference, huh? Yeah, I mean, it's crazy. Like I said, this year definitely was not planned. Yeah. It's, that's, why, that's why I'm so excited and so just everything that's been coming our way it's like wow this again so that's that's why yeah i'm so happy for you guys it's awesome to see you here thank you guys so much appreciate it have fun at the south point tonight thank you Mm -hmm. all right everybody i hope you enjoyed this caitlin did you enjoy it oh i loved it yeah it's always good being able to hear from those guys Yes, absolutely. They're a riot, and I so appreciate it. Um, um, You guys can listen to this. We've been getting these up. I don't know if you've been paying attention, but we get these up within an hour or two of the go-rounds ending. So I hope you're listening to it in the truck. Um, First thing in the morning, maybe, when you're Mm -hmm. driving to work, to maybe maybe make you want to get out of work a little early <laughs> and get to rope in the dummy if it's cold and you got to rope in your garage get to practice in the practice pen I love it I know these guys motivate me make me want to get home from Las Vegas and, and do something a little bit um, so alright guys oh before we go leave us a review on iTunes SoundCloud or Stitcher however you're listening to it comment so other ropers find this podcast listen to it share it with your friends tell them that this is the place to hear the most from the team ropers during the Wrangler National Finals Rodeo 